Okay, here we go. So we're live, checking connection, and we are now live. Good afternoon, everyone. I am in a very special place with some special cause and activity going down behind me. I am in Anaheim at a place known as Adams Polishes. They do quite a bit when it comes to vehicle maintenance and making sure that things are proper in terms of aesthetics. They have tons of polishing, cleaning products, uh, sealing products, all that fun stuff. And all the way from Japan is Nakai. You may see him back there. Um, hard to see, but you'll make his way around. Hello, A5. Good afternoon, or good morning, I should say, depending where you are. Sam, hello, Sam. Sam, I need to call you because I'm going to have to bring you something on Thursday. So we have to talk very soon, eh? Hello, fake. Alex Strong, good seeing you. Uipase, good seeing you. Fox Designs, my good buddy. Hello. AJ from the UK, thank you for joining so much. And for those of you on YouTube, thank you so much for joining us here as well. In Anaheim, California, with a couple of RWBs being built behind me, you can see there's a gold one there, and there's a purple one right there behind me. Hello, Paul. Ari, yeah, it's a nice color, isn't it? And there's some more outside. If you, if you, I try to see if I can show you guys what's going on outside, but there is a, a teal one right there, another blue one right behind it. So there's some, some cool Porsches here, and I want to have you guys as my family as part of this opportunity. Yes, Uy Parse, it is an RWB Porsche. As, as a matter of fact, there are four of them here. Uh-oh, look at this guy, he had to cover up. This is uh, no face there, there he is. Okay. <laughs> so, came all the way from overseas and making things happen here in Anaheim. Good seeing you, sir. Hello, come start. thank you so much. Those are amazing, thank you so much. Hello, Dad, good seeing you. Oh, thank you so much, Fox. I look forward to representing you properly. You know, especially since you coined the name Velociraptor. So, thanks to you, I have a really cool name for my project that's going in the Hyundai booth. You want them? They can make it happen. Christian, he'll put you on the list. So, if you have a Porsche, and you, whether it's a, you know, a G-Body, a 993, 964, even a 912, they can make it happen for you. Uh, send me a DM here, I'll forward on to Christian, and he'll get you on the books. Hello, Fred. Fried, good seeing you. Marvano, good seeing you as well. How do you say your name? Gjerg Vuelkel? Interesting name, but thanks for joining as well. Hope all is well. And guys, you know, that's what's great about the Porsche community. One thing about Porsche is camaraderie and the ability to, to embrace things that are not only unique, but things that are also very familiar. And you see, Nakai's been doing this for quite a few years. Um, we've done about six projects with him as well. And above and beyond that, we worked together on that cool Need for Speed video game that came out not too long ago. So. Um, He's all the way out here. He was in Japan a few days ago, despite the crazy weather. And now he is here in LA, in Anaheim, nonstop. This guy doesn't rest. I don't know what he's made of. Is he human? I have no idea. He's pretty hardcore. So what he does with bodies, we try to do with power plants, of course, right? John Phoenix, good seeing you. Adam joins. Thank you so much. City, McArtist, thank you so much. My friends up here all, good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Adam Polishes facility, a headquarters out in beautiful Anaheim, California. George, good seeing you. That's much easier to say, you know? Places, have you ever worked on a GMC Cyclone Typhoon? No, I have not. We've had them come to the diner for baselines, but never have I had the opportunity to work on one individually. Hello, all the way from Canada, Canada Wheels, good seeing you. What size on the wheel fit on the 14 in the back? How wide, 20 by 11, can they fit? Yes, Medina. I have stuffed a 20 by 11 in a 986, 987, and also definitely you can do that with the newer versions as well. Hello AJ, good afternoon sir, hope all is well. 
Any additional info on Jay Leno's airing? No, I don't have any information yet. It could be any day now, but I'll definitely let you know and try and send you some clips as well, Paul. No problem whatsoever. And for those of you who may not know, we have had the opportunity to experience some great uh, exposure via Jay Leno. He drove four of our cars, of which three you may have seen. The Odyssey, the center seat, and also the blue twin turbo 930. There's one more to come, and I think if you pay attention to what Paul said, you'll be able to find out what's going on. My shop is in Ontario, California, so we're in Anaheim now, so it is a good probably 40 minute drive from here, traffic being in our favor. DJ Ramarov, I don't know if you know, I think you are, uh, Chris is here, Chris is here and there, he's everywhere. Um, DJ Ramarov, we are futures in house, so we definitely have some uh, stuff going for you. If you haven't picked it up already, we do have it. Hello, Paul. So, once again, I was talking about the Porsche opportunities, and I think these cars are going to SEMA. I'm not sure. Are they going to SEMA? They are. So, these cars are going to SEMA as well. I'm here because Christian was kind enough to invite us as well, even though I should be at the office killing myself. We have four offerings as well, which three are Porsches. So, this should be a very exciting SEMA. And I remember, as far back as 2009, when we had our one of our Porsches there, it was barely any. Now, it's, it's really good. It's a great, great opportunity to explore. Beautiful 911 designs, you know? Looks like it's gonna be a beast, says JGJ. What's the build gonna be? Projected build or, or the purple one? I don't know. Maybe someone can tell me about the purple car, what's going in it. My fans are asking on a purple car, what's in the vehicle itself? What mods, if any? It just has pretty minimal stuff. It's a Very minimal. mild intercooler. Intercooler, upgrade. Slightly larger turbo. Larger turbo. And mostly besides that, it's just suspension and brakes. Suspension and brakes. So it's lightly modified, but a driver indeed. You know? Uh, let's see. Let me do Christian and add. Okay. So, yes, DJ. Hello, DJ Puffalot. Yes, you need it? Okay, we have it at the office. So let me know, um, DJ, if you want to send it out to you or not. There's Christian right there. <laughs> he's part of it. So he's the one who invited me to this. So you guys can see him there as well. Hello, Christian. Hello, Leo. Good seeing you. So for the chap who's asking earlier on about getting um, a car taken care of with um, the RWB team, Christian is the one who can make it happen for you, you know? Yes, Nakai-san is behind me. He's right there, as you can see, in the wheel well, by all means. Oh yes, so um, AJ, I am in the city of Anaheim at Adams Polishes. They are a facility that does wonderful things in terms of cleaning products, maintaining problems, and everything uh, to maintain what you have aesthetically. Oh, there you go. Hello, guys. <laughs> I'm doing both cameras at the same time. We're doing crazy stuff here. Thank you so much, Let's Meet Phil. Appreciate that. <laughs> Sounds good. So, that being said, what we have this year is, as I mentioned, four crazy projects, which is great. Um, it's been very interesting. I can say one is the most technologically advanced Porsche I've ever built. And you should be able to see that in the AM Canon booth, which is pretty nice, you know? Any busy motor intake manifold gas giveaways? That's tough. I don't have any plans for that, but let me give that some thought. DA Motorsports, we were just, oh, there's an echo. I'm so sorry. Hopefully you still don't hear that. But we were just talking about you. So, maybe somewhere over here, but we will give you a call very soon. <laughs> Where's the beer and cigarettes? I don't know. I don't see, oh, it's there, okay. It's here, so I'll just point to another table. There's a table right there, and right on that table is some beer and cigarettes. Plenty of them, plenty of that indeed, you know? It's good now, wonderful. 
So, what do I think about the 9872 2.9 engine? Um, Matsi is not one of my most popular power plants to modify, only because the displacement is not there, and the cam profile is very, very, very conservative. I prefer the 3.4 liter engines of the similar architecture, you know? Um, you're asking, let's see, I got a question from John, 602 Phoenix, where can I get the shirt? I have these in extra large and large. Definitely on the Beast Motor Web Store. I don't have anything smaller than large or larger than extra large, so please forgive me. Um, good, I look forward to seeing you. It's getting, next year is perfect because it's gonna be see my madness by that time. And yes, greetings from Miami as well, all the way from Miami, Lucas, good seeing you. Um, BC, you, your team, and your shop need your own television show. Do you have any plans for one? JJ by Byron, Byron? Yes, we do. So, believe it or not, we get approached quite a bit by networks. So, something may be coming very, very soon. So, stay tuned. I'll definitely keep you posted. Thank you so much, old school custom classics. Appreciate the kind words. Hello, Chris. Ferrari Chris, all the way from the South Bay. Appreciate you joining us this afternoon as well. Um, thoughts on Antilag on a 3.5 liter air cooled, also electric AC or 134A. So, I think that anti-lag you can do very well on an air-cooled application. The thing is, you have to use that sparingly. It's very hard on turbos and cartridges, especially the journals inside the cartridges. It's very hard on exhaust valves. So if you have internal exhaust valves, have fun. I wouldn't pull more than 15 degrees of timing when doing anti-lag on air-cooled engines because that hemispherical combustion chamber isn't super-duper stable. It's not got a smaller pent roof style. So I wouldn't go too crazy on that, but use it sparingly. Don't do it all the time. And in terms of AC, electric, by all means. If your alternator has the amperage to handle it, by all means, you need to do that, you know? What's your take on Motec M41 as I'm running it on a 993-964 twin turbo? I think it's a good system. I'm a huge advocate of the AM Infinity, which offers similar options than what you may see with your M48 without me having to purchase unlocking certain functions. So if I need um, individual cylinder uh, knock control, I can do that without unlocking. If I need O2 sensors for a bike, I can do that with unlocking, traction control, drive-by-wire. That's one of the qualms I have with the M48. Whenever you want to get into some very involved opportunities for, for uh, exploring fail-safes and functionality, you have to pay for it. While with Infinity, I put on all our Porsches, so you don't have to worry about that. But it's a good system indeed. Nothing bad at all. Good place to look for for H-series straight-cut gears. Quaif. Quaif in the UK. They may have something for you, which is pretty nice. Infinity vs. Haltech for an RX-7, DM Motorsports, you know what my answer is going to be. I'm a huge advocate of the Infinity system, you know, by all means. I like that very, very much. Where are the cool Mickey stickers? Hmm, I'm not familiar with any of those. Did you bring any? None of those are available here today. Views on taking electric drive train out of the Tesla or Tucson and putting in an old school 964. Old school custom classic, I think it's a good idea. Um, I'll be very honest with you, and some of my fans tend to proud of me on this, but I find electric motors fascinating. Um, as someone who loves speed and loves going fast, I'm a huge advocate of being able to have torque very efficiently and controlling it infinitely. And electric motors allow us to do that. So as you know, years ago, we had some experience with Honda and Acura in designing components for the everything from the CRZ to now playing around quite a bit with the new NSX. Um, don't be surprised if you see some electric offerings from us as well. And I really am a huge advocate of combining old school, old school beauty of Porsches with modern technology. And as we sit today, there's nothing more tech forward thinking than full EV applications. So I think it's a really cool thing. It's something you, you can do, by all means explore it. I know you may get some pushback. They appears to be very upset with you 
but I think it's the future. And it is. It is. You know? Best Honda all your Andy's asking is my friend from Pure. That's what I run all my Hondas and all of my Porsches as well. The compound is unlike anything I've ever seen, you know? R35 asks, would you do a walk around on these RWBs? Yes, I'll be more than happy to. So when I'm done with my session with you guys this afternoon, I will log out, I'll come back in, and we'll walk around some of the ones that Nakai is working on right now, and the beauties that are outside. No problem whatsoever, you know? Um, GJ, did you, maybe you didn't hear my comment, but I just mentioned that earlier on. I, it's a good to see you, but I prefer the AM Infinity. Hello, Andy, thank you so much. Appreciate that indeed. Can you talk more experience with your CRV rear diff so far? Yes, I can, Jim Genghis can. So, in factory form, as you take it out of a CRZ, CRV at the first, second generation, it doesn't hold a lot of power. <laughs> it does not. So anything north of 350, the things are slipping like crazy and even slightly delayed in engagement. So what I've seen success with is the racing diff clutches that is offered by our friends at Automotive KND. That is a very huge point in the right direction. I have not, even with 770 horsepower, I have not destroyed it. Even with media people driving the wagon and beating on it, we have not destroyed it. So it's pretty robust, unlike some people who say they're not, by just, I guess, guessing. I'm a person who likes to um, actually experience things firsthand and gather data than assuming. So if you, in my opinion, if you are six, 700 horsepower to the wheels or less, you can get away with a CRV diff with those upgraded clutches. I know the team is coming up with a clutch delete, which is pretty cool, that will put something like a viscous coupler inside the housing and make it very straightforward, and you should be fine. The one thing that I would seek an upgrade for, and our friends at Quaife in the UK are playing with that, is upgraded input shafts into the CRV differential itself. It's very, very small. If you can go one step up to a D-series size, that would help place some fracturing at bay for the, um, I guess, the output shafts, what I should really say. So I hope that helps. VIP Foundation is asking, do I have beatbox skills? No, I do not. <laughs> I, I don't at all. I'm a scientist. I'm not about the beatbox skills. So forgive me indeed, you know? My pleasure indeed. Hello, Tuner Tech, all the way from Miami. Man, you have a nice area out there. I'm going to visit out there with the family very soon. Good seeing you. Thank you so much for the kind words, R35, R13. I can imagine the beauties inside and out. How many in total? There are four here. I assume you're just referring to the beautiful R and the beast. There are four here, and you never know. Being in LA, more may come in any second now. Hello, brother. J World, good seeing you. Yes, 932. Hello, D-Link, good seeing you all the way from, I think you are in Belgium. There you go. Good seeing you, me. My pleasure, Jim. Um, M4A versus MA4, if I take on it, I don't really have much to say about that except for improved IOs or input and outputs. So the processes are very similar. Um, for the guy asking about shirts of the build, our guy, Group 6, is handling those. Awesome. So if you have shirts of the build, hit up Group 6, I guess that's 6-9, as IX, Roman numerals, and he can take care of you, you know? Of course, I sure you are, you know? My pleasure indeed. So, can you give us a walk around of SEMA next month? I would be remiss not to. So on Tuesday, we'll have a Tech Tuesday. I'll probably put in, I'll be at the AM booth again, probably. 
Um, I will walk around every vehicle we have and some of the partners that we explore as well at SEMA. That's no problem to it, you know? Um, please show Nakai's girlfriend the small finger and tell her greetings in the build in Finland. She'll know the meaning. Oh, everyone's laughing at me. I don't know. That, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm going to tread lightly on that, HA. Um, AM on K20, stock engine harness with jumper harness to AM. Which AM do you prefer for K20? Great question. So you can stay with a stock engine harness with a jumper and AM covers that as well. I will prefer the AEM 506, which is a 30-6106. That one is the ideal one to use. Um, I think you'll like that a lot. It has all functions available. Very fast processor, about 400 MIPS, which is pretty fast. Capability for drive-by-wire if you want to upgrade to that. Individual cylinder tuning in terms of ignition timing and knock. Has the capability of being able to have a closed-loop function for wideband, which is amazing. Boost control already built in. It's, it's amazing. It's what I use all the time. So you'll have that, you know? Nothing bad, says Hasev Zven, 1975. I will try. Maybe you will see us tonight, Blues. Stir it. That'd be nice. Um, just a bit more says he's been, I should check my DM. I've been messaging email for K-Tuner and coding for launch control on a GK5. Okay, I will look at that. Forgive me, District Move, I get hundreds of messages a day. It's so, I spend hours going through this, so I'll try and find yours. Forgive me, indeed. But it really has to do a lot with James. James Foley at K-Tuner, if he gives us the capability to open source code for you, it can be done. If not, you may have to wait until he releases something for you, you know? James asked my favorite chassis for 911. That's an easy question. 964. And why that? You know, there's a time that people didn't like 964s. They thought they were ugly. Porsche guys thought, thought that they were nonsense chassis. For me, I love it. It is the most modern Frog Eye Porsche. And you may think, what's Frog Eye? Well, you see how the eyes on those are? It kind of comes up like a frog. It's not slanted like you would see with the standard 993. I love that classic 911 Frog Eye look. And for the 964s, they have modern amenities. It's modern enough to whereby the AC works, the heater works. It's as new as possible, but still capturing that old school look. And you can actually go out and take your girl out with it, your wife or whatever the case may be, your significant other, which is pretty cool. And don't have to worry about smelling like fuel when you get out the car. <laughs> so I like 964s a lot. So my opinion, from a classic 911, that is the best. When it comes to advanced 911s period, the new 992 is absolutely gorgeous and amazing. And I look forward to how the enthusiast community embraces that new platform, you know? Thank you so much, FBI. And that is a beautiful RWB. And if you came in a little later on, there's another gold one right there next to it. That Kai-san came all the way from Japan to work on these. And these will be live and direct at SEMA. So if you're going to be next month, first full week of, I guess, November, in the Las Vegas area, come on by, walk around the show, and I'm sure you catch these on display in their pure beauty. Thank you so much, JG. I appreciate the sound kind words indeed. JK is asking, hello, sir. How are you doing? I am doing great. Thank you so much for asking. And I'm here in Anaheim, California, Adams Polishes. And here they are building two beautiful RWB Porsches, which is pretty cool. Yes, you are running late, Kevin. How dare you? How can I function without you? That's so sad. Hello, Alex. Long time no speak, you know? Thank you so much. Alex says the Need for Speed RWBC model is still the all-time favorite. Thank you so much. That was a very exciting project indeed where we're giving a photo from EA and said, hey, can you build this from this photo? So that red 964 that was quite rusted, we had to convert from a 
rusted 964 to a turbocharged, beautiful backdate courtesy of Nakai and the Beast Motor team, which is great, you know? Is the SEMA only held in California, asked Uyapar say 24 No, it's actually in Nevada. It's been there for many, many decades. So that being said, it is at the Las Vegas Convention Center, and it is huge. The South, Central, and North Halls are completely full, both downstairs and upstairs, especially with the South Hall. And there are even tents outside and hundreds of cars on display outside, even at hotels outside, even in gold lots, parking lots, I should say. You know, it's pretty crazy. Love watching me on Netflix show. Thank you so much, Hollywood Finest. We did the fastest car and also um, hyperdrive, which is pretty good, you know? How does a Porsche handle you embarrassing a WB? Is that, how does Porsche handle you embarrassing? Is that really anti-purist? Well, I, I think your question is, how does Porsche handle us modifying cars, what RWB does, and also what we do at Visimoto? Porsche does a very good job in really pushing the envelope and creating this environment where their vehicles are perfect from factory. You hear that, that moniker uh, um, uh, that they continue to push out there towards their brands where they say, you know, you know how BMW has the ultimate driving machine? Porsche has a no substitute moniker. So there's no substitute for the engineering, for their design, for the beauty. But my experience has been the engines are such a great platform, it lends itself extremely well to modification. So, for a brand itself, they will not like what we do. But the enthusiast community speaks, right? So that being said, imagine how many RWB vehicles exist out there. Imagine how many Porsches out there with be some other products. The masses spoke, they want something unique. People want to have a Porsche that really is an extension of themselves. And if you want to have a factory Porsche, that's great. That's wonderful. But there's always beauty in being able to modify them and create an opportunity to make it a little bit of you. So when I see a Porsche that's more rally and off-road or safari, when I see a Porsche that's slammed and tucked and bagged, when I see an RWB or a Bissimoto vehicle, a combination of the two, I appreciate all of them because it's, once again, the extension of not the creator, but definitely the enthusiast driving it, you know? Yes, you're right. Kevin says, bring walking shoes to SEMA. It is a lot of walking indeed. Absolutely. It's easier for you to do 10,000 steps a day plus. No problem, you know? So, what's more difficult or what's worse, says Nick Rally, preparing for SEMA or prepping for college midterms? Well, it depends. Let's see. As an engineering student, it was difficult. But many times when I prep for midterms, I don't think I ever prepped for two nights overnight for midterms. SEMA, I have gone from a Friday to a Monday without sleep at all. I would say, I'm sorry, yes, yeah, 7106, Jim Genghis, thank you. I would say, prepare <laughs> for SEMA is worse. Even though we plan ahead, it's just, for those of you who are builders, you know, sometimes suppliers really get you. I mean, you're getting parts really late, it really sucks. But it's very enjoyable, and when you get an A in your midterms and ace them, especially these different difficult classes, or do extremely well with a project, you cannot beat having fun. Um, VIP Foundation says, if you competed on hyperdrive, would you, what would I drive? So it has to be something that drifts very well. Ideally something in the FR layout, because when we first went to the first season of hyperdrive, we had no idea what type of racing it would have been. We didn't know if it was going to be a drag racing, a road race, or a drift competition, but it ended up skewing more towards drift. So since I love high-performance vehicles and I want something that's an FR layout, 
and it has to be relatively small. You know what would be cool? A higher horsepower Miata would be nice. I would say an S2000 would be awesome as well. With, you know, let's say a 400 horsepower S2000 would be really good. Huh, I would also think, just to piss people off, maybe a Porsche Cayenne, <laughs> just to piss people off, would be pretty cool as well. So there are many options you can use with that, by all means, you know? Thank you, Danix. There are many nice cars. I promise you, when we're done here, I will pull off and walk around and show you what, what is going on, you know? Have you built that Dubai-style dune climber yet? Big fan. I love your builds. Thank you, 212 Call. I have not had the luxury opportunity yet. Hello, Rissa Tattoo. Good seeing you. Hollywood's Finest says, would you say it's better to turbo Dodge Grand Caravan or Supercharge, and do you think it would work like an Odyssey? So, the Odyssey is pretty advanced with that V6 um, J35 Earthwings engine. A Dodge Grand Caravan, I mean, if you're talking something more current, maybe, but with the old caravan engines, uh, I don't know. But I would say supercharging would be much easier than turbocharging, but turbocharging gives you more flexibility in control in terms of power and acceleration. So I would say turbocharging would be a nice way to go. Tattoo said, recently restored a CB3 Accord. Nice. That is really cool. Old school. I like that indeed. I like that. Donato said, would you build another Odyssey for a customer? I would be more than happy to. That's why we do it. Either the customer being an OEM or an, a privateer, by all means, you know? Yours is all-wheel drive, DJ. So I can't do it. It has to be a real drive, unless we convert it. But you know what, DJ? Hyperdrive was really hard on cars. Um, you saw the show. You saw the kind of carnage that existed there, but you know that some cars didn't even make it to the final filming because during testing, they just got destroyed. So, DJ, if you want me to go ahead and take a risk of destroying your car, sure, why not? <laughs> but if not, you want something you really, really can beat up on. Richard from South Carolina, good seeing you. Thank you so much. We'll probably say it's taking computer technology in January. Fantastic. We need more and more scientists. I really appreciate you being a scientist to be and also an enthusiast. Thank you so much. You know? It's a 2014 and want to make it cool. You, you totally can do that, by all means. The one thing that a lot of people don't realize, it takes a lot of resources to take a new engine with no aftermarket support and create opportunity for it. You have no idea how difficult it is to get a car started on the engine management solution and incorporate the CAN control into the factory power distribution module. It is so much work and it could be very expensive. That's why it's very good to have an OEM support when building projects of that magnitude. Unless you have resources, and that's not a problem whatsoever, you know? Danny saying, do you still produce the D-Series B-Small header? Not unless someone really wants one. Um, that being said, we customize them, and we can have it made, but we put them from the side. It's not a very popular one. We tend to focus on newer pro platforms, but if you need one, we can make it happen for you. NJ is saying, I really want to learn to drive manual, but I don't know where to do it. Where do you recommend? A driving school. <laughs> Anyone in your area, you can just Google it, and that's the best way to, you know, if you don't have someone around you to teach you, you know? <laughs> Sorry about the noise, guys. Compressor's going on. I'll hang up for a minute.
Thank you, Greg. Appreciate that. So that was that guy doing some uh, modifications to the front bumper. And I think I had a good, good question here from um, Dealing Design. I wish the compressor go off, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. In the meantime, let's keep watching what's happening behind us. So for those of you on the podcast, um, we have Nakai from RWB modifying a vehicle as we speak, and um, the audience is watching him go to town on this white body Porsche that's purple in color. Right now, I think he's preparing for the caulking um, that he does back there. And I got custom done already. I have one car down, another one should be done by Monday, and two more to go. So dealing, <clears throat> to answer your question about uh, styling preference, I like really clean looks. I'm not a big accessory guy. I like to retain the body and styling of a factory car with very minimal aero additions. That's why you see my cars with wheels and like your turbo fans, really clean. I like clean vehicles. That's my styling preference. So let's try this now. Um, Kevin asked a good question. What is the purpose of SEMA if it's not available to the public? So once again, he asked, what's the purpose of SEMA if it's not available to the public? Um, SEMA is a specialty manufacturing and aftermarket association convention. So people typically go there as buyers and displayers to allow the aftermarket to continue to thrive. So it's not a public car show, it's really a convention geared towards performance aftermarket. So that's the reason why. Now, there's a, uh, being performance aftermarket, there's no better way of showing what your wares can do than building cars to display those aftermarket opportunities. So, but the key thing is to provide opportunities for buying and displaying of products that are aftermarket oriented. So that's why, you know? Um, thank you so much, Nana Hansen. Hello, DC5R, good seeing you. What is your take, says Wolverine2, on making a J35 OEM EC communicate with 9 SI? Ooh, that is gonna be very, 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 very difficult. Um, a lot of coding to make that happen. Uh, the pickups are not even compatible, and the 
Oh, it's just, and the outputs, there's, it's, that's a lot. So um, if you want to be able to, I don't know if you're putting a J35 in an SI and you want everything to work factory, or if you have a ninth gen SI engine in a chassis and you want to keep everything, the dash working, the proper way to do that is by using an aftermarket standalone that allows you to configure CAN. That way, your buttons on the steering wheel can work as normal, you can communicate with your dash very easily and make everything work properly. Using cross-pollinating factory ECUs from different years can be really a lot of work. Can it be done? Yes, but it can be very cost prohibitive, you know? Is your older brother a Neil deGrasse Tyson? No, he's not. <laughs> he's not even from where I'm from. I'm from Nigeria. He's not even from there. But um, he's, a, he's a renowned scientist. I, I like what he does as well, you know? Have you ever worked or driven a Makur? No. The um, XR4Ti is probably the most popular of the Makur series, and I have not. Found those cars extremely attractive. Uh, my mentor, John Concert from AEM, had one when I first met him in the late 90s. So it's great. Hello, Zach Falcon Lover. Good seeing you. Thanks for joining. Um, Belmont is saying to accompany your awesome PR seminar, can you post a few demo sessions showing a car power game with, with PR after CMI? Yes, I can probably arrange that. No problem whatsoever. Hello, Alicia. Good seeing you. Greetings indeed. Any plans for A90? Great question you're asking. We actually have been reached out to from Toyota. So some communications going back and forth between our team and theirs. I will let you know. But I'd love to be able to create some wonderful products for that. Seems the aftermarket support is really strong for that platform. And you never know. So what I'm going to do, guys, thank you so much for joining me. It's been really a nice interaction with you today. I'm going to sign off here with all of my friends. Hello, Fast Club. And then I'm going to sign back on here on Instagram. I'm going to walk around and see what Kai is doing, give you a closer look, and some cool stuff around the cars that are outside. Thank you so much, musical therapist. I'm here to help. So thank you for joining my 101st episode of the Beast Mode Tech Tuesday here in Anaheim. Thank you so much for the people at Adams Polishes for hosting this for us and allowing us to be able to view the beautiful work that Kai is doing here. And thank you for Christian Kujin for inviting us here as well. Take care, everyone. Have a good one. And talk to you next week. See you in a few minutes on uh, Instagram. Cheers.